Hi everyone, I am so glad that you're joining me today because today I want to talk about something that's really personal to me and something that I've learned that I actually have, <laughs> which is resilience. And I didn't really, I wasn't really even sure if I was resilient because I've just been going through so much these last couple of months. So um, my dad passed away and that's been very hard to deal with. But some of the other things in my life that have been really difficult to deal with is that two of my debit cards from two separate banks got hacked. And before I left to go visit my dad for the last time, I found that out and I had to get replacement cards. So I wasn't really thinking too much about that because I had so much other stuff on my mind. So fast forward a little bit, I come home and my new debit cards are here, so great. And I log into one of my email accounts and realize that my email has been hacked. And then it happens to be the email that is attached to my Facebook account. So in my Facebook, you know, I tried to log into Facebook and they said, well, we need you to identify yourself. So provide your driver's license. At that point, I did not provide my driver's license because I'm convinced that my account has been hacked. So I provide a different form of identification. And then I turn around, I find out that my Facebook account has been disabled. So Meta happens to own Facebook and Instagram. So that meant that my Instagram accounts were also disabled. And then a couple weeks later, after I'm fervently trying to get my accounts back, I have sent email. I have sent snail mail. I have reached out to different people on LinkedIn, just hoping for an opportunity to get to an individual. Because as you know, Facebook and Instagram, those are the accounts where you're able to connect with everybody. Those are the accounts where everybody tells you you should be building your business. And in one fell swoop, I lose them both. And not only that, but Meta happens to own WhatsApp. So I wake up and I'm going to reach out to my mom and I see a message that says, you can't use your account. So now I've been cut off from friends, family, because I use WhatsApp to reach my mom, you know, other family members. And I, you know, I have family groups on there and friends from around the world on there that, you know, I can no longer talk to at the moment. And of course, on Facebook and Instagram, I was starting to build a business and I had built friendships. So of course, now I can't talk to them on Messenger. And you just don't... I don't know if you can really even understand the sense of loss that I felt because I didn't even realize how much 
I depended on those. How much I really needed them on a daily basis because it dawned on me when I couldn't do it. I do watch my church service on Facebook. Now, thank goodness, they have other ways that I can watch, but they also have daily prayer. And who couldn't use a prayer to start your morning, right? And so now I don't have access to that. And day after day, I just started realizing all the different things I didn't have access to. And it was so sad, you know, because I'm just feeling loss after loss after loss. And I was thinking, I don't know if I'm going to get back from this. You know, I feel like I'm at the end of my rope. And I just lay there. I was curled up in my bed and... I just lay there and it's like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get through this? Am I even resilient? Can I do it? And I made myself get out of bed. And <laughs> I have several different email accounts. So I went into one email account and lo and behold, I see an email and the title is, what is resilience? So according to the email, um, I have here, I'm going to read it to you just because it, it's actually, it was from health science, health means my bad. So it says, what is resilience? Everyone experiences ups and downs in life. When life is going well, we don't need to call upon resilience. However, when challenges come, come along, how well we adapt depends upon our resilience. Resilience has many definitions. A common definition is, resilience can be thought of as a measure of the ability of an organi organism to adapt to and withstand challenges to its stability. And let me tell you, <laughs> I have had many, many challenges and I've had to adapt. And so I was like, well, perhaps I do have resilience. So then it talked about some aspects of being resilient. It says there's three aspects of resilience. First, the ability to face and cope with a challenge when they appear in our lives. Second is the ability to adapt to changes often created by these challenges. Third, the ability to recover and even grow from these setbacks. So I was thinking about that <laughs> where I'm concerned and I was like, okay, maybe I am growing because I'm having to find different ways to communicate and the effort <laughs> that I have put into trying to resurrect my account has been stellar. You know, I, I was just thinking, I'm just doing what I need to do. But then when I was talking to a friend of mine, they were like, wow, you're actually doing a lot. And you've done so much research to find these people, you know, and sometimes you just take these things for granted because when you're facing challenges, 
sometimes you move through them and you don't even realize all that you're putting into it. You don't realize just maybe how strong you are and how resourceful you are because it's almost like you're on autopilot just doing things. So in this particular email, in this little ebook, it talks about ways that you can build resilience. And one way is to write a new story. So in looking at it, the story I could be writing is that I am this helpless victim and, you know, woe is me, I should just give up. And, but that's not the story I'm choosing to write. The story that I'm choosing to write is that I'm going to do everything I can to not, you know, to get back my account, or if I have to start a new set of accounts and start from scratch, then that's what I have to do. But also all of this in the midst of grieving the loss of my dad. So, you know, it's even a bigger challenge. And then the day to day or the moment to moment is just really about, for me, feeling what I'm feeling in each and every moment and understanding that whatever I'm feeling, it's okay. And just giving myself permission. So if that means I just need to sit and be quiet, then that's what I need to do. If it means that I need to cry, then that's what I need to do. Because there is no emotion that can come up that is a wrong emotion. So I'm allowing myself to just live sometimes moment to moment. And so the second thing to do is express yourself. And I, I like to journal. So that is one of the ways that I express myself, that I express everything that comes up, the anger, the frustration, the hurt, the sadness. I write it all out. And somehow that just makes me feel better, you know, because it's not bottled up inside of me. Then they talk about, you know, reframing the situation and kind of having a hard time with that one, <laughs> but I'm trying, you know, it's like, how do I reframe the situation so that it is good? And, and then just as I'm going through the range of emotions that I'm feeling, I said I give myself permission, but I also have compassion for myself. And that is a part of resilience. And I didn't really think of it that way. But if you can have compassion for yourself, you can actually bounce back and come back, you know, into a feeling of wholeness, a feeling of everything's going to be okay. And then one of the one the things that I remind myself of, and maybe this could work for you too, is that I actually do love my life. This is a really shitty situation that I'm in. And it's just a crap point in time for me. But then I keep remembering it is a point in time and it is a situation. 
it does not mean that my life is not good. So that is the one thing that I keep reminding myself that yes, my life is good and I love my life. And it's something that I say to myself, I, you know, it's not like I just started doing this. It's something I've been saying to myself for a long time that I love my life. And the connections that I do have in my life, I'm really trying to foster them because like I said, I'm finding new ways to communicate. So, you know, reaching out to people and letting them know what the situation is and just talking to them a different way. So that has been very positive. And the other thing is just really being able to be kind not just to myself, but to other people, because as I'm out and about, and even if I'm not feeling great, if I'm kind to somebody else and it makes them feel better, just in those short moments, I feel better too. And I just, I keep remembering to breathe. Yes, that's so important. When we're going through things, sometimes we tend to hold our breath and just lock in, in that second, in that moment, and just remembering to breathe, to take a nice deep breath in, can make all the difference. And to actually make myself go out and do things I enjoy, that has been, you know, kind of difficult because there are days when I just don't feel like leaving the house. But I know that part of bouncing back, part of moving through this, part of time lapse even, is to try to be as normal as possible. Not, not bypassing what's happening, but trying to live life normally and just remembering that, yes, there are good things happening. There are good things that I enjoy, so I'm going to get out and do those things. And then just really being mindful. So just as I'm out and about, or even when I'm at home, I'm cooking or something, I'm just really being mindful of what I'm doing. I'm being present with it. And I'm just noticing. And that makes such a big difference. And another thing that I love to do is use my essential oils. So I'll put the oils directly on me. I will diffuse the oils. And depending on the oil I'm using, it, you know, like, especially the citrus blends are so beautifully uplifting. So I'll, I'll do that. Or maybe I'll do a blend that helps me to reduce my stress. So that I find that the oils are just a good part of the day, a good addition. Well, they've always been a good addition to my life because I've been an essential oil user for I can't tell you how long, and I love them. But sometimes I forget about them. I forget that they're a tool that I have. And now in the remembering of it, just bringing beautiful aromas into the house are just so uplifting that they also help reduce my stress. 
They bring me into the present moment. They help me to notice. And all of that is a huge help (laughs) as I'm dealing with the issues that are going through my life right now. So of course, one of the things that I have to make sure that I'm doing for myself to just really help with the whole resilience part of it is that I'm getting proper nutrition and I'm getting good sleep because sometimes I don't want to eat or I don't want to eat the best things or I don't feel like cooking or whatever it is, but I also want to make sure that I'm getting really good sleep. So when I'm tired, I'm going to bed and trying to get at least seven to eight hours. Now, does that always work? Nope. Because there are environmental factors that might wake me up in the middle of the night or early in the morning. But that is my goal. That's what I aim for. So that as I'm getting good sleep, it's really strengthening my immune system. So it's just easier for me to remember all the other things. Because, you know, the less sleep you get, it's almost like you're going through life drunk. (laughs) You know, you get forgetful and it's not, it's just, and it's not good for your immune system because you're not giving yourself a chance to rebuild. So part of being resilient is taking care of your health so that you can bounce back and getting good exercise or spending time outside. Again, all of those things are part of being resilient. But one of the things that is really good for you is a good support system. And it doesn't mean that you have to have a ton of people around you, but it's good If you have key people around you, whether it's a good friend or your therapist, um, even if you have a coach, those people can support you through the times when you really need someone there. And for me, I'm very fortunate to have a really good support system that I can lean on. And if I need to cry with somebody, let something out, I can do that because They're people that I feel safe with. I feel emotionally safe with these people. And I think it's just really important that as you're building resilience, as you're gearing yourself up to bounce back from whatever the challenges are that are giving you a setback, that you have good support on your side. Because I think that is really, really important. So I would love for you to go ahead and, and leave me, you know, a message, get in contact with me and just let me know what are some things that you do to build resilience? How, how do you feel resilient? How do you bounce back when life throws you challenges, when the unexpected happens and you have to just deal with it? I would love to get some feedback from you. And until the next time, I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye.